All right, guys, welcome back to Decoding Babylon. And today we're going to talk current events. There's a lot of chaos in the world, and obviously a lot of people are messaging us, what do we think? And we've talked about it a little bit, but um, Brian, how, how are we going to get peace in the Middle East? Do you, you want to explain that to us real quick? This topic is so convoluted and I don't I don't think there is an answer but but we can have an answer that I think that we as individuals can take on and um, I think what when we're done talking about this topic hopefully people will have an answer for themselves on how to respond to this because to be completely honest there's a lot of lies and we know that right now there's a lot of lies in the media there's a lot of like fake stuff that we don't know if it's true we don't know what's going on. And, um, you know, if we if we bend to all of the, the media lies, like that's why I don't really post a whole lot about the war on my channel. I haven't posted much of anything on it. I've been watching it, though. I've been definitely watching it, but I'm not I'm not talking about it and I'm not going to really talk a whole lot about it other than this video, because the uh, it, it, we don't know the truth. We don't know the answers. Right. And so, like, if you're to step out and make a statement or say something, like, you don't know what's going on. You're just going to look like a fool. Like, how do you know that these things aren't taking place, like, or are taking place? Like, how do we determine truth? And I think the bigger, the biggest thing to take away is wars don't happen between people, guys, okay? What happens between people is racism, okay? So racism is the war within people. And if it's not a war within people then it's a war within power. People in a power start wars, okay? Mm -hmm. It's like, imagine two groups of people, okay? It's not like the the one group of people is gonna get rise up so mad and be like, man, we we hate this one group of people and this, and they, oh, you you know what, we hate you so much. And then all of a sudden it's such a con like, like aggravated assault between the two people that all of a sudden they're like, you know what? We're gonna go get guns and kill you. And the other team's like, we're gonna get guns and kill you. Like, that doesn't happen, guys. Like, it's not, it's not like, these two people build up. People naturally want peace, like by default. Yes. We naturally yes. want peace. We naturally. So when you see two groups of people rising up, it's not them. It's something aggravating them. It's something provoking them. Do you understand? So it's people in authority. Kings start wars. People don't start wars. Yeah, yeah, okay. Absolutely. Positions <laughs> in authority start wars. Not people, not the people of the village. The people of the village don't want the war. They just want to like, like you know, handle their vegetables and. They're their trying. Life. They're trying to go about their days like you and I. Exactly. So when you see people rising up and going against other people, it's not real. Okay, it's just not genuine. The only time people are rising up and attacking other people is if there was a position in authority that's saying, "Hey, I want you to attack those people." Okay, because people don't attack people just by default. It's not our na like we naturally try to go towards a, a, a conducive place of peace. Okay, yeah, it's every, not like everybody everybody wants peace and prosperity for their children. You know, like yes. obviously, especially if you, like parents mm -hmm. do not want war. 
Like, I mean, that's the the last thing we want. And and it really is. It's kind of like the only thing that really causes people to go to war, like, willingly is is if they've been attacked and they and they forced yep. to fight. And they're forced yep. to defend the things that they love and the pl- and the places they live. But other yep. than that, it's kind of like obviously there's been this tension between mm-hmm. Gaza, the West Bank and, and Israel for mm-hmm. as long as, as long as we've been alive. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously longer than that. And I mean, yeah, to for it to all boil up to a head now where obviously there's a full out war. It's like this is not the people's you know, this is not the, this is not the people's wishes that they finally said, just go attack them. This is like, obviously, these are yeah. This is a government, and this is a terrorist organization. If like if that's what yeah. it is, this is obviously somebody who's pulling the strings on both sides too, because they want mm-hmm. war. They want the, war. And, yep, and they want and the only thing they can do to people, guys, the only thing they can do to you, is make you racist. Okay. That's a bad term, really, because we're all the same race. But realistically, the only term, the only thing they can do to you is make you hate people of other cultures. That's it. That's all. That's that's the most war that people exuberate. Right. Okay. so like right now, what they do is they try to get people to become racist, if you will. And then they justify with the racism a, a reason to take power. Okay, and the people, because of their racist views, accept and like the power that's being taken or whatever but if we all just started loving each other like if we all just forgave each other and then like we're like hey israel's like you know what palestine whatever we're all we're all love each other we accept it we're friends we're good we don't racially hate each other and we look at each other as equals right and then a building gets blown up okay and they are going to be like the israelis are going to be like dude i thought we loved each other what was that about and the, and the palestinians would be like dude we do love each other i, I don't know who blew that up and it's going to very quickly go, oh, it's your government. Your government blew the building up to try to create a problem. Like, if we all loved each other, we would recognize the flaws and the lies of the government and the people in control are doing to us. Does that make sense? Like, it would be like, you know, you, you would see it and you'd be like, oh, this is pretty obvious that this is the government doing it if we all got along. Because it'd be like, dude, I'm not going to bomb you. And the other people would be like, I'm not going to bomb you. And they'd be like, so who? why did we get bombed? Well, clearly something in power in the authority around us is doing it right and so they want to push us towards racism because with racism and right now you can see this happening in the united states guys so be aware because this is where it's headed right now okay they're trying to build this narrative that oh the palestinians the israelis they hate each other they hate each other and there's racial tensions building up right and those racial tensions because of the media can spread to america just as bad right and then pretty soon in America, they're like, oh, man, all these people are coming across the border. These is, these Palestinians have been sneaking across the border. They're integrated into our society. Dude, the Palestinians coming to America, I'm going to tell you right now, they're the ones that want to get away from all this. Well, there's okay? not, not the well, ones. Not, well, not only that, it's not just the the racism. It's like they're trying to push this narrative that it's the Muslims versus the Jews. Yes. It's the Muslims that yeah. are all bad and the Jews that are all good. When it was interesting whether again like talk about not sure what to believe but remember mm-hmm. the the church I mean the, the hospital that got blown up in Gaza mm. was a you know whether it was whether it was Hamas who did it or Israel did it it was a Christian hospital okay so just tell it <laughs> did you guys ever just came and consider that the fact that it wasn't a Islamic hospital it was a Christian hospital so there's wow. so there's likely Jews in in, in uh, Gaza in West Bank there's people who are Muslims and there's Christians too, and there's probably people who don't believe anything. So, yep. like, 
So I think that that's I think what Brian is is aptly noticed is that the people in charge want us divided because people yes. who are divided are much easier to control, to control versus yeah. people who are united together and don't see all the all the differences we have. Like I said, because I said I think I think mm-hmm. the most common thing that most all of us have is like people want to raise families in not a war zone. Mm-hmm. So like so the people who want a war zone are the people who get paid when there's massive war zones. They get paid mm-hmm. to blow the places up, you get paid to rebuild them. I mean, I think yep. that's I think that's what we're really talking about. It's like as Brian and, was saying was like believe, yeah, be careful what you believe on things that you couldn't possibly know. Yeah. And how do they sustain it? They sustain it through racism, guys. That's that's the war of humanity. It's racism. And so what that what's going to do right now is because of all this tension against Muslims, you're going to, in United States culture, all the people, all the Muslims coming here are coming here because they don't want to be a part of that craziness, okay? But because of the media, they're going to spin it like they're coming here secretly to bomb your buildings and get involved with your culture. And what's going to happen is the American culture is going to become racist against the Muslim culture in a way to where we are actually like, look at Muslim people in a way and be like, dude, we're not going to get them give them food and start giving them dirty looks. Right. And then that's, you're going to see this happening in our culture. And then the Muslim people that are like, dude, I'm just coming here to get away from this chaos and this racism. And now you, you perpetuated it back into me. You're going to create the problem that you're, that you're so readily, uh, you know, trying to run from. And what will end up happening is you're going to see our government, the United States government is going to bomb ourselves and we're going to blame it on the Muslims. And we're going to say the Muslims did it. And guess what? All the foolish little Americans are going to be like, the Muslims that are jihad secretly hiding in America did this problem. And we're going to blame it on the It's going to create racial tensions. It's going to create war. And then guess what? You point the finger long enough at someone, they're going to be like, fine, you think I'm bombing you? You think I'm bombing you? Fine. Maybe I am going to bomb you. And then they will start doing this stuff that you're pointing the finger at them saying that they're doing. You understand? Uh-huh. Like, it's going to create the problem by believing it. So the only solution is forgiveness, love, and ignoring it all. That's the only solution. You say, I'm not a part of it. I want nothing to do with it. I love everybody and I forgive everyone. I love Muslims. I love Israelis. I love Palestinians. I love them all and I forgive them all. And it doesn't matter. I love Americans. I love everybody. Like, And the minute we start loving people, then the the, the tension of the bomb and the threats go away. So stop yeah. being racist. It will yeah. end all of your problems because how are they going to justify... You know, if everybody knows that the Muslims and Americans are all getting along, we're all friends, and then the Muslims, and then some building blows up, and they're like, and they're like, it was Muslims, and you're gonna be like, dude, I know, I know Muhammad, like he's like my friend, he wouldn't have done that. You're gonna be, it's gonna be like, uh, that was well, clearly know, not Muhammad. Well, you know, that's one thing that I want to reiterate is the mm-hmm. fact that the more I've got into mm-hmm. like an online presence, and I have. And a lot of times I'm just exposing like immorality, wicked, wickedness and like subtle wickedness in the in the culture. And, you know, just like that's generally what I do. So, you know what? So I have a lot of people who like who are Muslims who follow me. I got a lot of people mm-hmm. who are Jews, Catholics. We have major disagreements on things, but we mm-hmm. agree on a lot of things. And the, and the one thing that I've noticed is. If you believe if you if you grew up in the time of, of our 9-11, remember, so it's interesting that we're talking about or Israel's 9-11. We'll get into that. <laughs> yeah. But but they tried to uh-huh. stoke up this basically us versus them mentality where it's like these radical Islamists are trying to kill you. They hate you because you're Christian. And it's like, yep. you know what? 
these people don't hate me because I'm Christian. And it's like, it's actually interesting when you actually read what the Quran says about our Bible and the Torah. It basically yeah, it val- it's true. <laughs> it validates both those books. And it's almost like it doesn't say for them to go kill. First of all, they don't, they don't, their Torah, I mean, their Quran does not tell them to go kill innocent people. Like, that's not what it says. I mean, so like, so I'm not saying that there's not radical imams who get out there and preach hate, yeah. but I guess, but, but the point is, you're not talking There's about radical it. Christians too. So. Yeah, you're not talking about you're not talking about Islam versus Judaism. You're not talking about Islam versus Christianity because it's interesting. Before Israel was a state, there was Jews, Christians, and Muslims all living in peace in that same geographic area. And so that that's what I'm saying is like that. I have I I have learned a lot more about these people. And like I said, and I'm not trying to link arms with them either because I said obviously I'm trying to tell them. You know, I, I, as strongly as I put it every time, yeah. I'm like, you deny him. He's he is the son of God and you need him. So I'm not saying mm-hmm. that what they're what they believe is OK. But what I'm saying is generally they are not aggressively violent mm-hmm. the way we've been we've been mm-hmm. told that they are. And I think what's interesting mm-hmm. when you get into like so our 9-11, like I said, we'll just straight up say is obviously I believe that our government did that and mm-hmm. and whether they use certain ethnic types certain religious types, or at least they, I think they blamed it mostly on them, whether they are involved. I believe that that action, and, and specifically terrorism all throughout probably the 90s and later into the 2000s, was used to have a, a boogeyman that eventually would uh-huh. give the government more control, would give, would give us somebody to fight after the Cold War ended. And I think that's what it was. So if you think about it, like, if you if now if you if you come to the place and obviously you know that we did some uh, 9-11, you know part mm-hmm. one and two that actually got took down on YouTube and this is not on YouTube by the way because of the things we're gonna say is yeah. that <laughs> if you're skeptical mm-hmm. of our 9-11, I got to be honest that language was inflammatory to me when they were calling it <laughs> Israel's 9-11 because mm-hmm. I thought they're just telling you what they're doing because it's like if you don't believe our 9-11 anymore. So what, obviously we'll get into it. So what I believe in our 9-11 was they caused a, we're talking about problem, reaction, solution. So they caused a massive problem in order to get the Patriot Act, Department of Homeland Security, like the, TS, the TSA, two wars in the Middle East, and obviously basically a police state. And so now, mm-hmm. in, in basically an endless war where they can go fight anywhere they want without any kind of con- congressional approval or whatever. They could do whatever they want. War industrial complex grew. Obviously, we took a greater step toward the new world order. And then so now you look at what happened here. Israel's 9-11. So this is where I, it's funny, Brian and I actually recorded a little bit about this before. And I was just like, and I've talked about this a little bit on my live streams, was saying the one thing that obviously I was super uneasy about was like watching that slow, that slow moving sneak attack in broad daylight. It's like, oh, yeah. What like what is that? And I'll play a clip of Charlie Kirk talking about. It. And I said I'm not a big fan of Charlie Kirk. Mm-hmm. He's like basically mainstream Republican conservative mm-hmm. guy. Obviously, except for he accepts all kinds of things that are not conservative because, again, he's like a political guy. But he talked about it. He's a he's no he's no enemy to Israel. And he said, "I've been to that Gaza border. You, you cannot go ten feet without running into a 19 year old with an AR-15 or an automatic machine gun that's an IDF soldier." Right. The whole country is surveilled. And so so let me just, let me just kind of go through this. We don't talk about Israeli politics very often, and most Americans don't know this. The last nine months, Israel was on the brink of civil war. 
It's not an exaggeration. This judicial stuff, there were, there were hundreds of thousands of Israelis taking to the streets because Bibi Netanyahu was basically redefining the Israeli constitution. That's not an exaggeration, right? He said the judicial branch has too much power. There were protests planned this week against Netanyahu where they anticipated tens of thousands of people to take to the streets. That's all gone, Patrick. Netanyahu now has an emergency government and a mandate to lead. I'm not, I'm not willing to say to go so far that saying that Netanyahu knew or there was intelligence here. But I think some questions need to be asked. Was there a stand-down order? Was there a stand-down order? Six hours? I don't believe it. Israel's the size size of New Jersey. When I took a helicopter ride from Jerusalem to the Gaza border, it's 45 minutes. Wow. Six hours. They're live streaming the killing of Jews. Was Did somebody in the government say stand down? That is a legitimate, non-conspiracy question. The whole country is the IDF. <laughs> the whole country is. Yeah. So obviously, you carry that forward. So all the despicable things that they showed you or what they reported happened in seven hours were allowed to happen by the government in Israel. And I guess, and I, and I, don't, under, I don't know how you could say they didn't know this was going to happen when, again, we gave... Iran six billion dollars. Apparently, Iran gives money to Hamas, and then not only that, the Egyptian oh. intel claimed they warned Mossad. So they said they warned them, and they did what? They did nothing. I saw, I watched the video of it. They blew up the fence, mm-hmm. and they just walked across. I mean, it literally had people walking across. Here we can see them place explosives on the fences that are extremely heavily secured with high tech, but not a sign of Israeli response. They blow up the fences on several places. Here you have an aerial view of how they are breaking through and destroying the infrastructure. We can even see how they are literally entering onto Israeli territory with their vehicles full of armed soldiers. And not a single attempt of the Israeli Defense Force to stop them in any way. They literally received a free pass to enter into Israel. They can even drive on the roads of Israel. This is another video released by Hamas showing how they are able to blow up the security fences and enter Israel unhindered. Now, why were they not met by a massive military defense right there? Right there. Because, because they were allowed to do it. They were allowed to do despicable things. And because they were trying to just because the people in Israel and probably obviously higher places than just Israel wanted to basically destroy Gaza in the West Bank and have it and, and basically have. It's a false flag. They had a false flag so they could do what they wanted to do in Gaza in the West Bank because their 9-11 happened. And it's like, I, I don't I don't really know how you can get around that because 
to me, is obvious. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let me explain it like this way. It's like Israel, people think Israel's innocent, guys. Israel are not Christians, okay? Side note. Surprise, like, you know, in fact, we can get into talking about what the Jews are, but the Jews are not really the Jews. They're the synagogue of Satan, but that's a whole other subject. But Israel (laughs) are not Christians, okay? Israel do not believe in Jesus. They killed Jesus, okay? They're from, they actually... The Israeli cabal is the highest level of witchcraft. They're the people that control the media and they control the news. It's all Jewish occultism. And so people think like, oh, the Jews are great. No, dude, Israel is God's well, nation. Well, That's they, they, like I said, But people need to understand like that, mm-hmm. that there's so many people that are so ignorant in the church that think that, okay, so I got my Bible here. So Supporting people, Israel is not the same as supporting here, here's Jews. What, here's what they think. They think that, okay, so here's the New Te- Old Testament and here's the New Testament. Mm-hmm. They believe all this part. They don't yeah. le- believe this part. Wrong. Yeah. Wrong. Yeah. They, they, they don't believe. That's why, that's why they killed Jesus, because they don't believe yeah. the whole book. They don't believe they, the whole Old Testament. And they believe in there that they have a genetic superiority, guys. And this plays back to uh, the, the Nephilim, actually. If you don't understand Nephilim, you don't even understand what their genetic superiority is. And this is something that's really kind of important to understand. Why are, do the Israelis hate the other people? Why do they call them Goyim? Why do they call them the dogs and, and leftovers and less thans? Okay. It's because back in the day, in the Old Testament times, the Jews were pure human. That's why Jesus is called son of man. Because he came from the lineage of human, of man humans, right? And so like he was the son of man, the son of, it means he's pure. Okay. And that's what the Jews were. They had a pure lineage of pure human. That's why God said, kill every man, woman, and child, he told them. You know, and even the animals, too. That's why he said, oh, wipe out the Philistines because there was giants because it was Nephilim. Every time there was Nephilim. Right. And so their lineage was pure human. At this point, everyone's human. Okay, so there is no pure lineage fighting thing. So like nobody's better than anybody else at this point. So anybody that thinks that your genetics is better than another, you're no one's Nephilim anymore in our general society. So there is no group of people that are less than or more than or whatever. And Jesus brought forgiveness to the Gentiles. We should probably, we should probably, we should probably just go right into that about like, like what a, like what a Jew is, because I think that this is, Mm -hmm. because obviously we should say, Mm -hmm. I believe, and I know Brian believes we believe in the promises to the people of Israel, the promises of the people, the the people of Jerusalem and Judah, in and the, the land of Israel, in, by the in, way, in the it's Bible. The I guess it, obviously, I think this is where it does get a little complicated because it's kind of like so. What it says mm-hmm. in uh, is it Romans two uh, twenty eight? It's mm-hmm. it's talking about basically like nobody's just a Jew on the outside. It's 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 on the inside. It's like circumcision of the heart. You're not circumcised yeah. just on the outside and become a Jew. A true Jew is circumcised his heart inside mm-hmm. because again, like. If Jesus died and his body, his his Jewish body died, and then mm-hmm. he was resurrected in the spirit, that's why no, flesh cannot enter the kingdom of God. You have to mm-hmm. be reborn. You have to be born again. So, like, so being born of Abraham, without being dying to that self and then being resurrected, you're not getting in the kingdom. Like, like mm-hmm. that. So, th- so that doesn't matter anymore. That's first and foremost. Obviously, the, but there is a specific uh, prophecies about. The land of Judah, the land of Jerusalem, where the nations surround it, and they're burned up by fire. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at where that's at in the book of Revelation, that's after the millennial kingdom reign. So, I mean, like, mm. so, like, just think about that. Like, so, like, so, so the book, in the, I was just reading that in, in Je- uh, Zechariah 12, it talks about that. And it talks about the, the, the God's going to pour out grace on those people. But, I mean, I think mm-hmm. it's likely that he's already talking about people who are already mm-hmm. back in the land who, who obviously have some connection with him. 
Now, we, I think Brian was, was talking about it before. I think 55% of the people in, in like Israel are atheists right now. I don't know what percentage of our believe in Jesus, but I mean, I guess it's probably pretty small. If over half of them, I think it was either fifty-five or forty-five percent are atheists. Well, they don't eighty even over eighty percent of believe, them are Ashkenazi. They don't believe in. Well, I, I read the, the stats on there. I read. I was just reading that, and of course, I think it's about fifty percent. At least that's what they were reporting. But let's just let's just put it this way. First of all, let's just talk about what a Semite is. Because listen, before everyone says, anti-Semite. Yeah. I know they were going to say it. It's, they're not Shem. even like, like, yeah, like, Bri- like Like Brian, Brian said, it's almost, it should be anti-Shemite because it's the line of Shem. So Noah had three, well, Noah had three sons. He had Ham, Japheth, and Shem. And Shem. And Shem, obviously Shem, and eventually you get to Abraham. You know, actually, you get to Heber. So Heber is where Hebrew comes from. Then you get to Abraham, and then so obviously you get to uh, Isaac or uh, Isaac and Jacob. And Jacob, his name becomes Israel. So he was a people, and then obviously became the land. So like the the land that they yeah. lived. But what's interesting is, so but she, Most, when you think when you when you think about it, but Shem. Okay, so think about Semitic now. When it, you were thinking well, about it's the, anti-Shemitic is what it is. Right. No. Let, but let, we, let, me, let me say it. Let me say it. Let me say okay. it. Okay, okay, so it's like anti-Shemitic. It means they're from the line of Shem, okay? But most of the Jews today are not, it's not anti-Shemitic because they're not from the line of Shem. Most of the Jews today are from the line of Ashkenaz. Who is Ashkenaz? That's where you get the word Ashkenazi Jew. If you Google what percentage of Jews today are Ashkenazi Jew, there's different percentages. Some go up to as high as 85%. Okay, and I'm pretty sure it's higher than that. It's probably like ninety something. You probably never, opinion. you probably never get good stats on this kind You'll of. You'll never get, yeah. But majority of Jews today are Ashkenazi Jew. Have you heard the word Ashkenazi Jew? Yes, everybody has. Ashkenazi Jew are the ones that control the media. They control all the stuff, right? If you look up where Ashkenaz comes from, Ashkenazi Jew comes from the line of Ashkenaz. Yeah, and he Ashkenaz comes from is a son of Japheth. Japheth yeah. is the brother of Shem, not yeah. Shem. So you got Japheth and Shem. Down the line, if it's if the child has Ashkenaz, and these are the Ashkenazi Jews. Down the line, you have uh, Shem's descendants, which are Israelites, which are the Israeli Jews. Okay, so it's anti-Shemitic or anti-Shem when you say something against Jews. But if you're saying something against the Ashkenazi Jews, then it's not anti-Shemitic. It's anti-Japhetic because it's what? against the line of Japheth. Well, That's what Japhetic is. Well, isn't it interesting, too? It's just like, well, we're, ta- we're talking about, like, mm-hmm. listen, think how silly this argument is eventually. It's like, Noah has three sons. So you're talking about a th- almost a third of where all of mankind's descendants came from, like, on the earth right now. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're anti-Semitic. You're anti- it's like, like, you're literally like, it's like brothers fighting. You know, so, yeah. like, obviously being racist when you're thinking, like, we all came from Noah, who, who came from Adam, yeah. who obviously God created Adam. And it's like, that's how silly this is because we're talking about when – when you think about it – so even think about it like this. So I think a lot of people are aware that, that Abraham had more than one son. And here again, mm-hmm. to the, the important part is that it was the promise of Isaac is what made Abraham righteous. If it wasn't his other sons because not everybody was a chosen person because obviously Ishmael got sent away. And so everybody knows about Ishmael and he basically become like a wild man in controlling of many, many – uh, like mm-hmm. he he begat many nations too. Okay, so the people from Ishmael's line are Semitics too, guys. 
Yeah. Like you, like you understand that. So like you understand, like you're talking about these people saying it's these racists versus these racists. And it's kind of like, you ever see the Spider-Man meme? You guys are anti-Semitic. And it's like, you guys are both like, the funny part is the people, they're more likely the people on the side of the fence, the, the other side of the fence are probably yeah. Semites than the, the, the side that are, that we know that they claim to be from Ashkenaz's yep. line. I mean, they literally, yep. they literally put that in the name. And I mean, that's the funny part. It's like, when they try to say, well, what percentage are there? And it's like the, the, the stats are different. Because Everybody's they, mixed they, up at this point. Because, because that's right. Because it's like, you know how you can, you can, you can, you can prove that you're a, a Semite? Well, you've got to have a long family tree. Other than yep. that, there's no, I mean, obviously there's genetic markers from where places where people live. But I mean, we're, we're the same. Like I said, yep. really, we're the same. And of course, and if you're in Christ, there is no Jew nor Greek, nor slave nor free. We're all one in Christ. There's no male nor female. We're all one in Christ Jesus. So, like, remember that. Mm-hmm. So, when they try to play this racism game, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's because you're not allowed to talk about the fact that we're not talking about races. We're talking about a political movement called Zionism, and the, and yeah. the Zionists mm-hmm. were about reinstating a land of Israel, and they've been trying to do this yeah. since World War One, World War Two. And I mean, a lot of people believe that the impetus for the Holocaust and the persecution of Jews in Europe was literally to get them to move to the land of Canaan, you know, or what was formerly known as Canaan. So they basically, when there was persecution of the Jews in Israel, I mean, in, um, in Germany and Europe, all these other countries, for some reason, denied their entry into their countries because there was only one place they wanted them to go. You know, so they, they've been trying to get, they were trying to get them to move to the land of Palestine or, or Canaan long before before the Holocaust happened. But guess what? Mm. If you were if you were an Ashkenazi Jew living in Europe, you probably had it pretty good there. It was probably you know it's obviously look at the like I think that a lot of the Ashkenazi Jews came from like was it like the Switzerland area, that part of Europe. Yeah. Pretty pretty beautiful place. Would you go? Would you want to move to the Middle East right now? They, <laughs> they said no. And, but but guess what? Obviously, think about it again. Problem, uh-huh. reaction, solution. So obviously, when uh-huh. the problem is big enough. Heck yeah, I'm moving. I'm getting out of here. They're 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 putting me behind fences with uh, with the barbed wire. Mm-hmm. They're threatening. They they're, they're, they're taking all my stuff. Of course they they move. Mm-hmm. And so that's what okay. I'm saying. So that's here's, what you're saying. So, so, so here's so here's the real reason there's tension there, is because mm-hmm. the Western countries mm-hmm. just took people's land and then put and put other people there, and they said, here we go. This is Israel now. And again, like so, like the people who are like Christians who say. We got to support Israel. We got to support Israel. You can support the people. You can obviously support God's remnant. You can pray, but I would encourage you to pray for both sides because what's really going on is God didn't tell you you have to support every action by a government in Israel because if you yes. think about because if that's the way it was, think about all the wicked kings of Israel. Have you guys ever read the book of Kings? <laughs> have you guys ever read the book of Chronicles when it goes through the kings of Israel and the kings of Judah? I would say like 90% of the, the kings in Israel, maybe 99% were bad. They were almost all bad. And that's why the, the Israel before Babylon came, they were worse than the other nations. They weren't just uh-huh. as bad as the other nations in Canaan. Uh-huh. They were worse than they were. So, I mean, uh-huh. you got to think like God does not necessarily want you, uh-huh. want you to support them without a reservation on, at all times. Oh, well, they're bombing that place. Well, let them bomb it. Go, go Israel. Yeah, like, go Israel. That's not what God wants. God obviously wants 
your heart to be right, and God wants everybody's heart to be right, and everybody and wants want, them to repent. Yeah, and he wants them to be Christians and believe in Jesus, which they don't. Neither side believes in Jesus, yeah. which is why I'm not on on either side of these teams, okay? Yeah. And and just so you guys get a perspective of what it's really like going on down there, like, the Israelite, the Israelites are terrible people to people, okay, guys? They are, they are terrible to Christians, okay? I don't know if you haven't seen videos or had a Christian friend over there, like, that tells about how much oppression and how, like, they spit on you, okay? They spit on Christians. They spit on the cross, and they talk down to you. Like, dude, they don't like you. I think it's comical that we're over there, like, saying, like, go Israel. Like, dude, you, ain't have been, you haven't been a Christian in Israel and seeing the stuff that they do to the Christians in Israel. It ain't, it ain't good. Like, sure, maybe they're not killing you, but they're definitely disgracing you. You know what it's like? This is what it's like. It's like two, it's like two kids, okay? Imagine the really big kid and a really little kid, okay? Israel's the big kid, okay? And Israel's been flicking the little kid in the ear and spitting in his eyes and flicking him in the nose and spitting in his eyes and keeps flicking him, right? And then the little kid's Palestine and he's just like, keeps getting flicked and spit at, flicked and spit at, you worthless goyim, you're, you're, you're a dog, you're pathetic, you're worthless. And then eventually the little kid's like, ah! And he like punches the big kid, right? <laughs> like he like punches him in the face and he gets one good hit in and the big kid's like, oh, you want to punch me and not take my little spits and flicks in your face? Well, how about I destroy you? And that's what Israel's doing right now. They're like, oh, the, the they got irritated at getting spit on. And so the big kid just flat out leveled the little kid. And it's just like utterly de decimating the little kid at this point. Well, okay? it's, and that's, what's, what's, that's what's, what you're experiencing. What's interesting, too, is the fact that, okay, so we know it's Israel versus Hamas. But a lot of people probably don't know is, well, for one, the people who established Israel are the people who obviously run the banks. They're funding, yes. both, si they're funding both sides. And so yes. Ham and Hamas was originally funded by, you know who? Mm -hmm. Israel. Because Israel mm -hmm. wanted, wanted basically a buffer. They were, they were funding them basically to go after Yasser, Yasser Arafat. You know, Hamas, if you look at the history, you'll find out that Hamas was encouraged and really started by Israel because they wanted Hamas to counteract Yasser Arafat. Isn't it interesting um, how history repeats itself where it's like, so we fund the moderates, right? The moderate rebels. Like, uh -huh. okay, so we're going to fund Al-Qaeda to go against the Russians in Afghanistan. Well, guess what? <laughs> then supposedly Al-Qaeda brought down the Twin Towers. Hey, how's, how about that? How about that for their 9-11 for their versus our 9-11? And again, so it's like one to, at one point, there's, and I'm sure there's pictures of this. I think there might be a video. Uh, John McCain is meeting with the moderate the moderates in the Middle East. Well, they just so happened to turn out to be ISIS. Do you guys remember them? The guys who were chopping heads off Christians? And it isn't, and, it, and I gotta say, I gotta be honest here. And this, and obviously, I'll just say this is just, this is just my feeling on the things. When you hear stories about the heads being chopped off of ba babies, and you hear about people, you know, babies and young young women being burned alive and all that kind of stuff, it's emotional. It's obviously emotional. Like I said, you gotta you gotta think pulse. about it. And so obviously, when ISIS mm -hmm. is out on the like recording themselves, you know, cutting people's heads off violently. You know what? There was a thing called Operation Chaos in in Vietnam, and if you guys aren't familiar with what that was, that was our CIA got our GIs and obviously some of their own guys to go do the most wicked things possible to the Viet, the Vietnamese people, and then and try to blame it on the Viet Cong, obviously to strengthen resolve of the American public for that war to continue. 
So if they did that back when we were we were at, at war with Vietnam, they admitted got, to it too, didn't they? Yes, they had to stop it. They had they had to yeah. go before Congress and stop this stuff. But I mean, obviously, did they stop it? I guess that's my real question. Do you know that? You know, one of the main fighters for ISIS was called English Bob. Mm. You know why he was called English Bob? Because he was a British guy. He wasn't a guy from from Palestine. Wow. He was. Mm. I mean, so see so what you're really thinking is. You wonder why those guys wore masks? Mm-hmm. Probably because they don't look like you think they are. They pre- maybe they're not all brown. You ever think oh. that? So like, so it's possible again. Like before you l- believe what you see, hook, line, and sinker. Actually, consider if if the emotional reaction it's getting at it, you know they're getting out of you from that and saying, yeah, nuke them all, turn that place to glass, do these things. Remember. Terrible. Terrible, remember that remember they said i think i, I heard there's 2.3 mm-hmm. million people living in the west bank and in gaza i think he said over 50 percent of them are like under 15 years old i mean so like think about it like when they're when they're going after the terrorists they're shutting the water they're shutting the power and the gas off people's houses mm-hmm. i mean how like what percentage of them are terrorists what percentage do you think support terrorism what percentage of them do you think they support that supported People being burned alive mm-hmm. and, and babies getting their heads chopped off. And where are I they mean, supposed to go? Well, again, it's like, what's interesting too is like, and I'll, I'll bring up one more example. So there was a classic video, and I, I don't know if you guys have seen it. Maybe I'll put it up on here. Is that it was in the first desert storm? So you know, so Iraq invades Kuwait, and of course, it said a lot of you guys are probably too young to remember this, but Saddam Hussein, remember that real bad guy? So he inv- invades Kuwait, and. One of the justifications for us to go to war for a desert storm was the fact that the, the Iraqi soldiers were busting into hospitals and they were taking babies out of incubators and throwing them on the ground. So they had this, they had this uh, scene in front of Congress, this, this young girl crying as she's telling the story. Well, it just so happened that that was the ambassador's daughter. And it was like, obviously, it was made up. While I was there, I saw the Iraqi soldiers come into the hospital with guns. They took the babies out of the incubators. Took the incubators and left the children to die on the cold floor. They had kids in incubators, and they were thrown out of the incubators so that Kuwait could be systematically dismantled. Oh, and by the way, uh, the Bush's, you know, family funded the Nazis, by the way. So just, you know, just that side aside. And so, and so, yeah, so they, he's up there mm-hmm. saying that this is one of the reasons why they went to war. And you're like, okay, so now when I hear babies are getting their heads chopped off, I'm not saying they didn't, but I'm saying... To see, like, are you noticing any common threads in these in these in these attacks? Where it's like they're trying to incite the West because everybody. Yeah. Because like I said, I don't care where what part of the world you live in. The Arab world was mad when they heard a, a Christian hospital got destroyed in Gaza, and whether you believe it was Israel or Hamas, it's still bad. Nobody is nobody wants to hear that babies are getting killed. Nobody does. But what's it? But I do find it interesting and ironic, maybe, how many babies are butchered in America every single day through abortion, mm. and and but we're the good. Remember, we're the good guys too. Remember, we're the good guys in Israelites. 
I would they say prob- they're the good guys too. Yeah, that's totally I- ironic indeed because I don't think I think abortion's illegal in those countries, and then yet yeah, over here we're probably killing way more babies than people can even imagine. Right. Well, um, that, well, that's that's those are the those are the kind of crimes that we look away from, and we just but we yeah. justify we call mm-hmm. them we call them uh, medical health. We call them uh, w- women's health. Yeah, and that's and that's basically it. Dude, so sad. And like people think. People think the things that are going on over there, like, you know, just so you know, guys, like I had some friends that went uh, in Afghanistan, quite a few that I talked to about this situation. There is some terrible things, terrible things they told me about that goes on in those countries and stuff that I'm not even going to repeat the stuff that I've heard. And it was verified by multiple people because they all said the same thing. And um, there's terrible stuff that goes on over there, but it doesn't mean it doesn't justify killing them and it doesn't mean that humanity over here in the united states is any different to be completely honest the only difference is they've inseminated it more into their culture and you guys here in america that we push it under the rug or push it to the side or justify it in other means or look at its medical or it's secretively being done it's happening on a much larger scale a lot more wicked stuff is happening here in america than people even realize they even remotely realize so yeah whole nother yeah. subject well yeah no i think that's good i think i think just to kind of close is what I, I remember what I said on I said on one of my lives, and I'll just repeat that: is that a lot of people? It's funny that like, we're, the, obviously, the people who listen to us, there are various degrees, Pacey, of, of woken up. I think everybody who listens to us are probably woke up to a certain degree. But obviously, mm-hmm. at first, a lot of people woke up because of the pandemic. They stopped believing the news media based on the pandemic, and then so, but a lot of them went right back to believing the news when it was the Russians versus the Ukrainians. Oh my and gosh! Then, yeah, but then, but then a lot of, and then a lot. And you think, praise God, a lot of people actually started to question that too. Well, how do we know these same people that we don't believe about this thing are telling the truth about Ukraine and Russia? And I said, so why would you automatically? So if you're on that on that case where you're, where you're questioning, that, why would you automatically assume those same people who are very giving like are trying to incite you very viscerally? Why would you believe them right away? And so again, so you have again the, the Hegelian dialect. Problem, reaction, solution. So they're showing you a, process, a problem so big, and as Brian hinted at, and obviously this is the this is the the scary proposition that if there is a terrorist attack here and it somehow gets blamed on somebody over there, can you imagine like the will of the American people where it's like they're going to think this is a holy war? I mean, like the people on the Christian right mm-hmm. are going to believe it's a holy war to go fight over there. You know, they're going to people. You know charlatans and false prophets are going to spin it as this is what god wants us to go do and then and then potentially like i said you have the united states getting a war over in the middle east while there's already a war in in europe and then you think about potentially the g the the major geopolitical power geopolitical powers like russia and china they might take advantage so then you could imagine like china china invading taiwan while we're distracted basically tied up in multiple wars and then so what happens? I, like I said, you really uh-huh. do think like now this is where biblical prophecy uh-huh. could happen real quick is that those conflicts as the as the media tries to push you into a or beating the war drums, want you to get all emotional, make make decisions you wouldn't normally make, like things you would not normally agree to. And they push you over into supporting a war. Do you know do you know that you're potentially supporting World War Three? I mean, do you know, like, you know how tenuous this stuff is. And now you're talking about, the, like, the ruin of everybody's economy. You're talking about potentially 
the, the ushering in of, after that happens, a digital currency, and then you've got... Trafficking a, of children, by the well, way. Like, well, just, that, just imagine, the like, like the, the Western powers unite, and then potentially you've got your new world order. When the war is over and when they start sweeping up the ashes of this place, it'll be like, well, guess what? We we can't let this happen again. We need to stay together. We need a centralized united front. Uh-huh. And now you have, I mean, you have prophecy fulfilled just like without even blinking an eye. And obviously, like uh-huh. I said, you can imagine, like I said, when the problem gets so bad, people will look for a savior. And they're not going to be looking for the son of man coming down. They're going to be look. They're going to look from a man who's amongst them, and like I said, that that's how you get that's how you get an antichrist. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy, well, but it's crazy, but it's true. That's the direction we're headed, guys. And the only way to stop it, I'll tell you right now, is don't be racist. Don't support the the things. Don't support hate. Love every single person you encounter. Love the Muslims. Love the Christians. Love the Jews. Love them all. You know, don't agree with the things they're doing. Do not support war in any way, shape, or form. Do not support hate. Do not support love because war is never for you. It's ne- it's always power. You are never the person that wants war. You are a person as an individual. The only people that want war are people in power and control mechanisms. War does no good for anyone as an individual. Isn't it? So, isn't it? Isn't it amazing the, the 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 examples in the Bible of of God protecting Israel? Almost barely ever did they, would, like when you read about the battles, it's barely ever that the, the Israelites just went out there and just kicked butt. More often than not, it was like God went before them. Like literally the angel of the Lord went before them. There was a, was there a story about like uh, David going to war and it was like they said that the, the forest killed more men that day uh-huh. than, than the Israelites did. And you think about what that meant. Like it was like literally like the power of God. God, you know, what about God when God Spiders slew like what, people? Was it like a hundred and nine? Was it like a hundred eighty something thousand uh, Syrians? The Syrians that that the angel of the Lord just went out and just killed all of them. It's oh. like so. So yeah, right. Do you know like God's prophecy? The prophecies I know in the in the Bible are not about an, a super aggressive high tech Israelite mis, mil, military dominating some lesser foe. It's about God protecting his people. So like, yeah, so remember, pray to the God who can, who can handle all these things whenever he wants to. Pray, yeah. obviously pray that people turn to him in this time and not the, their guns, their swords, their chariots, their horses. You know, like obviously trust in God in this situation. Because like I said, believe in the spirit yeah. and believe in the promises of God. And you know what? And be honest, and we're all Israelites at this point. Just well, so you know. b- believe your Bible, you know, read your Bibles and know what, mm-hmm. you know, know some of the stuff me and Brian are talking about. Because it's like these these issues of the spirit are so much bigger than the flesh because it's like we're all going to die one day, unfortunately. But but praise God, he's going to give us life. Yep. That's it, man. That's <laughs> all. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, all right, guys. Well, once again, hey, um. Follow us on all our the social media apps. Brian is Demon Racers. Once again, I'm JT Follows JC. Hit the link in the bio. Guys, ancientangelsmovie.com. Please check Angels out the movie. movie. We got some exciting announcements. I think me and Brian got some, some big podcasts going. We'll probably give you some more details about that soon. But, um, but guys, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Um, be safe and God bless.